I miss craft cheese. I miss grilled cheese sandwiches. I miss fried bologna. Mm-hmm. I miss trash ass food mm-hmm. all the time. It's like that all the time, but I look at it the same way as past relationships. You know, like you can mm, fantasize about totally. an old lover or, <laughs> you know, like the memory is still there and you feel them like, uh-huh. oh shit. You know, like you feel them just as rampant as the hot donuts light at Krispy Kreme. Yes. You feel them the same exact way as Dairy Queen. It's amazing you still life. miss these I things. I still miss these Even things. living this lifestyle for oh, as long hell as you have. Yeah. I figured it would go away. No, it never goes away. Because it's engineered it biologically. It is engineered You're and right. it is in me. Yeah. Like it is there. So it's very hard learning that balance between who you were and who you're trying to be. Hot breath. Oh, happy day, hot brethren and sisterin. This is your favorite host, Joel Byers, and you know what time it is. Hot breath. Mm. Welcome to the Hot Breathiverse, everybody. If this is your first time listening... You're welcome. If this is your returning after a hundred episodes, now 101, you're welcome. We are all joining forces today, however you found this, to say thank you to my guest today. She is a health fitness guru, is the word I'll use. I've been following her for a couple years now and was so honored to actually be able to track her down in her busy schedule and just dissect her mind about everything health and I was a little nervous she was going to be a little uh out there and a little she's been in this game for like 10 years now so she is way into it and knows a lot and I was worried I was going to not be able to keep up but she kept everything practical and attainable and there's a lot of good advice in here Whether you're a comedian, whether you're an accountant, whether you're an astronaut, taking care of yourself will then take care of everything else. So really, really take notes on this one. A lot of good information in there. And I really, 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 really appreciate your time. I know it is our most valuable asset now, and our health plays a big part in that. So thank you for sharing that time with me. I really do not take it for granted. And if you do enjoy this interview, please, there are over a hundred other episodes you can go visit. And if you would like to hear about an opportunity to get even more exclusive content posted on a weekly basis, really stay tuned in the outro. That's all I'll say. But we just started a new a new um, adventure in the Hot Breath community, aka Hot Breath Averse, last week. And I'd love to share some info with you on how you can join us outside of just listening to these podcasts. So let us dive into this podcast now that all has been said. Yes. All right. Hot brethren and sistren, if you're listening to this, let's become one. And there's only one thing left to do. And that is inhale a hot breath. Now let's see. Tierra. Barella. Yeah, we're in business. It's gonna be great. I know. It's it's been <laughs> you know we're in the making here. Yes. We're going green. We are going With green Tiara. today. Let me give you a little brochure. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Just yeah, just, it's just my you brand. Know, that's that's all. all. That's I just all. have a tri like a trifold exactly. tin. 
whatever uh, these are. But just notice the weight of the paper. We're gonna go ahead. No, it's that no, that's no. I under, listen. I, I got married three months ago. I oh, understand paper. Yes. <laughs> How much money did you pay for fucking paper? Uh, whatever my wife got. Oh. Uh, but I just know we had to like. There was like feel and mm -hmm. it was mohawk. That's paper all matters. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm big on, like, you know, this is cardstock. So, like, I'm big on texture yeah. and paper and, like, that I'll invest awesome. in, like, random stuff like that. Yeah. Like, the kind of the minutia of your life investing in that stuff really well, empowers everything. Congratulations on your newfound nuptials. Well, thank you, you very have a much. forever. I know. I love her, too. It's, I, I, I lucked out. That is awesome. Yeah. So, so this is going to be awesome, too. I was going to try to record it, but I don't know if it's going to. Um, it's been cutting out. Like I've tried to record them. Oh, do we slide in? Because I've been, people keep telling me I, I should video record them. So I've just been trying to listen to the people, you know? Give them what they want. Yeah. That has been my motto and what I have learned out of all of these years of entrepreneurship. You just give them what they want. Not what you want them to have. So it's like you throw something out there and then get their feedback and just follow that feedback. Kinda. I follow the money. Right. So whatever they're purchasing or yeah. whatever they invest in mm -hmm. or anything like that, if they want that for me, if you want me to do it, then fine. By all means. Before it was like, oh, I want you to have this and this beautiful life of well-being and so forth. They're like, Tara, we just want the fucking recipes. Right. Like, you give them the recipes. <laughs> <laughs> like... Me and my good heart. It's yeah. Like, well, I honestly just want you to be a really good human being. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you don't want that party, you just want the rest of <laughs> Cool. So. <laughs> I got to remember that. Yeah. You give them what they want. Because, like, I've, I mean, like you and your branding, I definitely have, like, various streams. Mm -hmm. But you seem to be getting results from yours. And I just have these streams right now that aren't really, like, together, they, gen like, I mean, they're sustainable. Right. But by no means, like right not propelling me forward it's just almost staying lateral so right. that's something i wanted to dive into you about is just having all these line extensions but then also making them productive oh, yeah. and <laughs> streaming and not just ideas or whatever you yeah, know yeah and that's just the best way to actually figure it out you know yeah. you fuck up certain ways until you just don't fuck up the same way anymore uh -huh. and you learn how to adjust that fuck up same way with your mics i'm yeah. pretty sure you learned okay like this is a cheap ass mic i don't really like that <laughs> yeah. one anymore yeah. You go ahead and see what's better than this or what right. someone actually recommends. And then you figure out what sound clarity you're going for. It's the same thing. All we're working with is frequencies and vibrations all the way across the board. Uh -huh. So it's just like, okay, <laughs> you're here. Okay, cool. They're here. Awesome. Yep. How do I get to them? You know, like, how do I get that merge in between without lowering myself to where exactly. they want me to exactly. be? Society asks us to be. It's mm -hmm. just really finding out that perfect tune. and. Sometimes it looks like Bose. Sometimes it looks like Cardamon. <laughs> What's his name? Cardamon Hardeman. Whatever yeah. that sound system is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get them. You're the gravity still. Exactly. They still orbit you, but mm -hmm. you just maybe have to adjust the pull. Exactly. You become that gravitational pull. However. Thank you, love. Oh. I grab them, baby. Oh, thank you. Did she say almost vegan? She said almost. <laughs> okay. she, she said that. And like, it's proud. <laughs> She's really proud about that. <laughs> Works. We're going to say yes. I'm, hey, well, you got to start incremental, right? No. You, you got. <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I don't know how to half ass anything. If you dive into anything, let's just use a swimming pool as an analogy. Okay. If you dive into something and don't know how to fucking survive, that's your fault. Mm, okay. Who doesn't know how to kick and swim? I mean, kicking, you're fighting for your life at that point. 
feel the same way when you're diving into anything, whether that's marriage, whether that's yourself, whether uh -huh. that is career, school, no matter what it is, you dive into it. That means you go on head first. Yeah. You decided to make that choice to jump. You could have stayed your ass on the sidelines and did nothing like all the rest of the people eating hot dogs with their beach towels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could have did that. So that's so you go to a family reunion and then that's when you dove off oh. into the pool. Is that what? No, one of my go good ahead friends and, uh, she passed away. Oh, um, okay. One of my good friends passed away. All this was like within the same time frame of I don't know how my existential self was starting to wake up. Just go, just punch it, Joe. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to like I'm thinking about the audio though. I'm like, how can I do this quietly? And they're like, be a man yeah. and just poke through the paper, Joel. Jeez, <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, um realizing and just seeing everything around me, it was so normal for people to be sick. Mm -hmm. Scared the shit out of me. And then one of my really good friends passed away and everybody was talking about like how she died, how she died, they didn't get her autopsy until weeks later. I'm to actually get the results of how she passed away. And it was a brain aneurysm. But throughout the time of everybody asking how she actually passed away, it was just like, nobody's gonna talk about the fact that she was like 280 pounds. Oh. Nobody's gonna say that. Like how old was she? At this time we weren't 30. She may oh, have been man. like maybe 32. She wasn't 35. Uh -huh. So somewhere between late 20s, early 30s. I don't really remember. I don't think she was that much older than me. But yeah. Oh man. That scared the shit out. That's when I was like, oh bitch, you gotta get this fat shit together. Because the South, you know, everybody thinks that it's a cultural acceptance. You're allowed to be thicker yeah more plump it's a cultural thing i'm from ohio juicy that shit yeah like, <laughs> i'm from ohio uh -huh. i didn't know this stuff so understanding that like oh so when i moved down to atlanta it was like okay i can get a little bit of weight and it'd be okay and then at that time i was a makeup artist so i'm surrounded with strippers all the time and these big ass <laughs> thigh ass women uh -huh. and i'm doing their makeup and i'm on video shoots all day long so you're seeing the more voluptuous things that's how i know environment is a huge part boom yeah that's mm -hmm. a huge part let me get this close to you as well yeah just because it's going to pick up you and not all the awesome surrounding noise but yeah oh look so at you is, oh yeah are you going live piggy. i'm gonna try yeah. nice yeah if it does it in here honey bubble guest I took over um, Creative Loafing's Instagram yesterday, oh. and I I live rec I interviewed um, Green Tea three sixteen no twenty sixteen twenty sixteen mm -hmm. and interviewed Mara Davis on there, and they have like fifty thousand followers, and then by the end of the interview there was like one person and they just wrote like this sucks or whatever. Oh, <laughs> that was the first time I tried to do a live one. I mean it was fine. I yeah, mean, I'm, I didn't. I didn't care. I just thought it was funny. That is awesome. That's how that initial experience was. So I'm just experimenting with the visual. Okay. I just I just interviewed Kawan Prather on here, and he said, like, a lot of stuff you just got to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got to do it. Yeah. And then, because I was like, well, if I videotape it, I want it to look good, and I want to make sure the production. He's like, no, everything I've done, you just got to do it, and then let, mm -hmm. let it happen as it does. Exactly. And you'll be amazed. I think it's kind of that law of attraction. Exactly. But in talking about law of attraction is when I when I initially hit you up about I mean, I've been following you for a couple of years because you actually did my Internet radio show at B100 oh, God. a while ago, but I couldn't make it that day. And I was oh. so disappointed. But then I heard about you from them having you on the show and I following your journey. And so then 
I was like, all right, I'm going to hit her up and interview her and then like start taking my health more seriously. And then it wasn't until I started to just do it that then we connected again. Mm -hmm. Like a couple. And then that's what I was thinking. I was like, something is something's just like rebounding here or whatever, exactly. like two magnets. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I started taking it more seriously again, oh, here she appears again. Mm -hmm. and I was like, I in the back of my head, I was thinking, I bet if I do this, that's going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Have you had experiences like that too? Oh, all the time. Yeah. That is my everyday. And that's honestly the vibration because that's what I said. I work with and that's what I work on all the time. It's mm -hmm. just frequencies and vibrations. It looks like plants and vegetables. But at the end of the day, it's just like, okay, so... If I know I want to live my most epic self and if I know I want to wake up and I'm feeling super, super, super ambitious, super motivated, super um, spunk, spontaneous, whatever it is mm -hmm. that I'm trying to jump on, that's what I want to eat. So you are what you eat. I can't eat dead things or things that are going in a reverse life process because that's not what I want for my life. When I digest those things, that's what I become. So now all of a sudden I'm having suicidal thoughts or thinking that I'm completely ain't shit or I haven't accomplished anything in the world or I've gone through a space of anxiety or uh, or yeah. a mood shift rapidly. And I'm like, this isn't me. What is this? You know, like this is not Tierra. So when you morph through so many different spaces of yourself and you get tired of all those old selves, you make a non negotiable commitment to yourself on an unparalleled way. Now, it's not always unicorns, rainbows, and sparkles every single day, but it's literally what am I doing in that downtime in between time? Just like a thunderstorm. What are we doing when we can't go outside? Or it's not necessarily like the safest thing to truly do for us. It's just like, well, the fucking lightning and thunderstorm mm. is happening right now. I'm kind of trapped in the house or it's not necessarily the best time to drive. What do I do throughout that time? Okay, let me go and clean out my closet or let me, you know, stay productive in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's that way completely across the board and it's not wavering. Even when I try to be my lower vibrational self and I try to be basic, my higher self comes back around and we can call that a connection with God. We can call it universal um, Taoism. We can call it whatever the fuck you want to label it. But... <laughs> There's a higher power there uh -huh. that is that leading, guiding force that's just like, okay, so you're being basic today. Okay, so you're going to have to clean up all this basic shit that you did today for the next three months or the next month and a half. Or what's the point? You just worked out crazy two days ago and now yep. you're about to just dump all that on some Chick-fil-A fries? Yeah. I mean, Arby's fries, maybe. Maybe. Uh, the you curly might say, ones? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Got God. <'em>. God. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your other like weak points like that where you're like, oh, God, oh, yes. God, it's like that all the time. But I look at it the same way as past relationships, you know, like you can mm, fantasize about totally. an old lover or, <laughs> you know, like the memory is still there and you feel them like, uh -huh. oh, shit. You know, like you feel them just as rampant as the hot donuts light at Krispy Kreme. Yes. You feel them the same exact way as Dairy Queen. I miss goddamn two for three croissant, which is every single morning from Burger King. All this stuff I can think of off the top of my head of things that I miss all the time. I miss Waffle House every single day. It's amazing you still life. miss these I things. I still miss these even things. living this lifestyle for oh, as long hell as you yeah. have. I figured it would go away. No, it never goes away. Because it's engineered it biologically. It's engineered You're and right. it is in me. Yeah. Like it is there. <laughs> Like, that is 20-plus years of fucking th day after Thanksgiving honey-baked ham sandwiches. Yeah. I miss that every single day of my life. Like, I miss craft cheese. I miss grilled cheese sandwiches. I miss 
fried bologna. Mm-hmm. I miss trash ass food all the time. Now, am I going to do that to my life? If I was in the mood that day to actually do a disservice to myself, okay, yeah, it may happen. But at the end of the day, no, I don't even want that for myself and for my higher self. So it's very hard um, learning that balance between who you were and who you're trying to be. So your higher self calls on you like, hey, so we demand this of you. And you're just like, but I really, really, really just want to go IHOP. You know, mm-hmm. like I really just want to do that. And that's just it. But really, once again, making that non that non wavering commitment to yourself of excellence. You greatness. just you just posted today. You have sixty thousand thoughts a day. So in food, especially, I mean, it's like you have an impulse. Mm-hmm. One thing, somebody may say the word Snickers, and then you're thinking about Snickers for two hours. Oh, yeah. How do you, or until you get one or whatever? Mm-hmm. So it's how do you take each thought and start to manipulate it in the right direction instead of it driving you crazy until you get it. Definitely. I acknowledge the thoughts. I acknowledge the thoughts. I allow them to come exactly how they are, the same way as feelings. I believe that emotions are one of the number one forms of intelligence that we actually have on this this planet. So I allow those feelings and those emotions to actually come through, have their way, and then they pass. Mm. I'm not trying to fight them. I'm not trying to subject myself to them. I'm just honoring them because those feelings in impulse, It's the same way that creativity works, you know, like so when you are able to actually see them as one in the same type of vibration and acknowledge them exactly for what they are. But okay, Snickers. Yeah, you are nice. Caramel, you know, hungry. Why wait? Awesome. You're thinking about Halloween. Mm -hmm. You're thinking about the little minis and everything about like day after Valentine's Day where the little bite sized one pop them like vitamins. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you're thinking about all these things and it's just like, okay, that was enough. Uh-huh. I don't actually have to eat that in order to have that feeling on the inside. Uh-huh. I was satisfied with the thought. I was satisfied with the emotions and the memories that I had behind that. But am I about to go to Dairy Queen right now and get a Snickers Blizzard? Fuck no, but I can still miss it. So you you phys- you like fantasize about it. Oh, you yeah. will take it to that emotional state like you did eat it or like exactly. you are eating it. Oh, exactly. and that satiates that. And that does it. It eliminates it. Whoa. Yeah. So everything to me quote unquote, is an erotic space. You know, like I think of everything in a lustful space. I think of everything. I'm very, 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 um, what's the word? I'm very passionate. I'm Mm -hmm. very in tune. I'm a, my love language is touch, you know? Oh yeah. That's what mine is too. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to have that type of feeling on Uh me. You don't have to physically touch me in order to touch me, if that makes any sense. So Snickers, yes, awesome. You are amazing. You are beautiful. I love the way you feel going down my throat. You are absolutely amazing. But at the end of the day, that was enough. What we had, our mm-hmm. our love affair back then was amazing the same yeah. way. But I don't want to do you in 2017 the same way that I don't want to do whoever it was I was doing right. when I was eating Snickers either. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. And a lot of people listening to this, because you're at a point in your journey where you've almost, you, you, it's great to hear you struggling. And I, I love oh, God, yeah. people at, of your success level talking about their struggles certainly makes people just starting out 
or even thinking about wanting to start out makes it seem more tangible for them. Definitely. So maybe for people, so you, you've almost wrangled it. You've, you've got a feeling of yourself and how you can deal with things, but newer people starting out who maybe are listening to this while eating a Snickers. Right. Depressed because that was my thing with sugar. Uh-huh. Like sugar, because I mean, it's, it's the modern day tobacco. Yes. It's more addictive than cocaine. Exactly. It's crazy. Number one excitotoxin on the planet. It's in like 70% of the food in my like grocery store. It's 80%? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I knew you would know the exact oh, yeah. numbers. Yeah, I know you're all about it. <laughs> and that's what's cool about your journey. Well, you went from makeup, which is outer beauty, to now health, inner beauty. Exactly. And you were self-taught in both. Yes, yes, so completely. How, how? What are some great, for health, what are some great resources people can like use to self-teach? Definitely. One of the number one things, and mind you, I graduated summa cum laude, so I'm a brain when it comes down to it. Uh-huh. My brain works in patterns, and it works in colors. So... I didn't want to go back to school ever. I didn't think that nobody else needed to, needed to teach me the things that I wanted to learn. Mm. So the only difference between me and my professors was the fact that they read different books and they actually studied a lot longer than what I did. So let me just go ahead and read books because that is the number one thing that I say that people can actually do for their health is take advantage of the luxury of knowing how to read. Mm. We don't read shit. I graduated summa cum laude. My ass could not read catch up. <laughs> what was your what was your degree? Anthropology in? and criminal justice. Okay. Yeah, cool. so I came out being a paralegal for a prestigious law firm and all sorts of stuff, researching for the attorney. So the language, oh. you know, like it's what got me. And the difference between me, myself, and them. They just studied a lot longer. So I don't want to go back to school, but I can still study. You know, mm-hmm. like I can still study what I want to learn. And that is how I actually got to this point. So number one is definitely read. You can't do anything if you don't open up a manual and actually read those things. You can't even build the $15 bookshelf from Walmart without you actually opening up the damn directions Uh and reading it. So that is number one step is read everything. If you're about to eat you some French fries with some ketchup and some salt. Okay, cool. Look at the ketchup. Look at the salt. Flip it over. If you can't pronounce anything or if none of those words were on a spelling test nine times out of ten that's not what you should put in your body it's not depression it's fucking chemicals Mm -hmm. and if you understand like the algorithms of how depression works that's all it is is once again chemicals and a lot of people out here are walking around with fucked up attitudes posing as self-esteem issues as depression and so on and so forth and at the end of the day it's just like um how much water have you drank today you're probably dehydrated Mm. be that simple that simple what are make it so complicated. <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. People like to overthink it. But at the end of the day, we we instinctually know what we should do. Mm-hmm. But it is, I mean, the food, like we said, it is le- legitimately engineered. Like these people could be using their brain power to be solving problems, but yes. instead they're creating epidemics. Exactly. Yeah. And things that are unnecessary to our ex. ex- Experience as humans. Yeah. So even though the things are actually engineered, we still have that primitive sense of knowing the difference and discernment of what's right and wrong. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to just figuring out, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have this tea right now because I didn't drink enough water. Let me go ahead and get the water down first because I know one, we're on a fucking water planet. You know, like our bodies are over 70% water. Um, Our cells run off of water. The water matters. (laughs) You know, like the water matters. I don't care Uh what type of water you drink as long as it's some sort of water it doesn't even matter in the beginning if you are behind don't start overthinking well it's spring water or it's ionized water or it's you know distilled water just drink some fucking water yeah stop making it so complicated Mm -hmm. because 
our higher power, God, Buddha, Krishna, whoever it is that you subscribe to. Exactly. Sorry, I meant to give you that earlier. That's Yay, spring water, you. by the way. Thank too. you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like whatever it is, like <laughs> that is just a primitive sense. And once again, mm -hmm. we don't have to make it so complicated. So what is your routine like? Because I, what I've noticed in taking taking my health over and it's. I've been lucky, like, I guess there's things called skinny fat as mm -hmm. well. Like, oh, the people yeah. see skinny people, but you could still be unhealthy. Oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. So I was going towards that path, and I could tell not only more than physically, because I've always been able to work out consistently, but then, like, the diet I would always waver is like, I'll just work out so I can eat whatever. But the mental, like, oh, literal, yeah. like, depression, and, like, you feel down after eating stuff. Definitely. And I noticed once I started getting into a routine, and really, especially my mornings, mm -hmm. I found out if I start the day productive, that makes the whole day productive. Definitely. So what are what are kind of your skills you've kind of acquired? Definitely. That? It is all about rituals every single day, every okay. single day. If I skip a day, it just doesn't go right. And it could be a mental thing, but I'd much rather psychologically work myself in that way mm -hmm. than any other way. So first thing in the morning, get up. There's always 32 ounces of water sitting next to my bed. So even if I'm not awake, even if I'm not completely conscious, even if I don't know what type of mood I'm in yet, I reach over for that and I prepped it the night before. It could have lemons in it. It could have lime in it, whatever. It could just be plain. Um, reach over for it. I keep a straw in it because I'm still laying in bed. Drink that down. That wakes up my internal organs. So first thing first, water. Eventually, in about 15 minutes, even if I'm still laying there, I'm about to have to pee. <laughs> Boom. So it gets you up. Get up. <laughs> So it makes me get up. Uh -huh. um, so that water is there every single morning. Another routine ritual that I do, everything green. I'm not necessarily hungry first thing in the morning. Um, so that's when I use the opportunity just to nutritionally overload. Now, another 32-ounce mason jar. I typically have pineapple juice just in a refrigerator on standby or carrot juice just in a refrigerator on standby because hmm. what I put in it was just a dehydrated powder, which is vitamin or green. I swear by that one. It's vitamin or green, or there's another brand called Green Vibrance. Yeah, that one's on your website, the yeah. vitamin or green. Vitamin right? or green yeah. is on my website. Mm -hmm. I swear by that. That's been every single day for the past five, six years. Oh, wow. Okay. It's amazing. Because you never know. You may not be hungry, or your day may take over, and you don't have enough time. I believe that us as humans, we cannot digest or typically eat as much as our body actually needs on a regular basis. Mm. So why not just put it all in a goddamn cup? drink it mm -hmm. like that is the easiest thing that you can possibly do <laughs> drink it right so i'm starting my body very first and foremost in the very beginning of my day with absolute nutrition there's nothing else inside of it to disrupt it or interrupt it mm -hmm. so you'd be surprised what your body actually does when it has everything that it needs as far as nutritional aspects so inside of that it's like over 27 different things so it's barley grass wheat grass all just spirulina Blue green algae, it's just everything superfood, yeah. superpower. I promise that is like my superhero juice. I call it like my Incredible Hulk superhero juice. Uh -huh. So I start my day with that. Once again, you never know the type of algorithms that you're going to jump on. Somebody could call, piss you off. You could get bad news, whatever the case may be. As long as I know that my body is set up in a certain way from the very beginning, it will not be as um, as hard for those triggers to come up because that's when you start emotionally eating. And then the bagel sounds good or something crunchy or the Lay's potato chips. Or maybe I'm in an environment where, you know, it's a huge spread and it's cheese and all sorts of stuff. And it's just like, I don't eat these things, but God damn it. Pepper Jack still smells good. 
You know, like, and then you're having an emotional response. That's why I said in the very beginning, the yeah. Snickers. When you have that emotional response, when you lust after it, when you have those moments, you just ride it out. And that's not something that you actually do for yourself. So. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and how organized are you throughout? Ooh. Is organization... Because I've, I, my, my wife, she's in project management, and she just, we just sat down and like did an Excel sheet yeah. of like goals, and then like reverse engineering it by the day of like devote this time to this amount to that goal, devote this. So yes. I've just been getting on that regimen. Yes. So what is what is your kind of regimen like? Definitely, in that? I'm very organized, even in my disorganization, because I'm a creative and I mm -hmm. create. So in that space of me being a creative, sometimes I let things get messy because of the fact of the reward is the cleanup. You know, like it feels good when everything is in an order as opposed to, oh, my goodness, let me just get this out. Let me get this out. And it gets messy, just like baking a cake. You know, sometimes when you're baking a cake, it's not going to look like the end result in the very beginning. It's going to be shit all over the place. There's going to be spatulas. There's going to be stuff falling all over the floor at the end of the day. But you come back and then here's this beautiful masterpiece. So um, I have planners. I have journals everywhere. And I have so many different type of journals and so many different type of pins because one day I may want a blue pin totally. and I want a black pin. It's so strange. Uh -huh. um, but I'm driven mainly by the colors. So when it comes down to that organization, there's stickers, there's tabs, there's, um, I have a to-do list. There's wonder list that I work off of with my admin team. And we go back and forth because sometimes you can't get to email. It's rare that I'm sitting down in a front of a computer anymore so we have that which is a task list that we just bounce back and forth off of each other just to stay organized and once again just for me to unplug things apps definitely help okay majorly there's mm -hmm. one called brain dump where okay. it's just random ass stuff that you have you know ideas that are just in your head and you just dump it off in your phone at the end of the night you may not even get back to it to the end of the month then you go back to it and it's just like whoa mm -hmm. and then it sends you nice little reminders also another um really good app or system is what is it um base camp okay base camp is good especially okay. for any small business entrepreneurs it's definitely a little pricey but when i tell you it's worth it it sends you daily reminders it keeps you on task it asks you so what do we have planned today what is it that we're going to do today it lets you know and gives you like little rewards and shit when you finish all your stuff sometimes we need that i'm that kid that needed the gold stars and the stickers and the medals mm -hmm. like i'm not doing this shit if i don't get a reward i'm still that way like okay so what am i getting out of this how yeah. does this benefit me okay so Understanding how that stuff works, but yes, organization is a must. I'm a smells person too, so the yeah. smells matter. I've seen your Instagram. Ooh. I feel like on the way to the gym, like every day, you're like, "Oh, I hope they wore deodorant today, oh. or I hope they showered today." Like, I think that the biggest <laughs> impact that I can make with these damn grown-ups, like personal hygiene people. Yeah, where did we go wrong? And I understand, you know, like we went wrong somewhere. Somebody's didn't get proper parenting hmm. or somebody's grandma could have raised them or they could have been brought up in foster care. You know, we kind of just adapt to however it is that we adapt. But when you are in a heightened climate and it's hot and you're <laughs> already in a space to where you're releasing all sorts of stuff, I smell cancer. I smell diabetes. Ugh, you can smell. I can smell that. I am oh. basically raw food vegan. These yeah. senses, I see everything in Technicolor. You know, everything. Right now? Like, yes. What color am Every I? Every single day. You're white, Joel. Okay. Like, I didn't you're know, white. I didn't know if I was glowing. You're I like white emoji. White. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too white to fail white. <laughs> but your teeth are amazing. Like, oh, absolutely you. amazing. Thank you so much. Um, But yeah, like, you're able to see things a lot more vivid. So all of my senses, you know, like, you'd be surprised what actually happens when 
there's nothing living inside of you or mm. nothing decomposing inside of you to where it's once again going in that reverse life process. Everything that's inside of me is living, plant, bountiful, expansion things. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel all the time. So the the smells are so, <laughs> they're bad. This sounds amazing, but to people, even like you saying words like, oh, it has spirulina and even the word like super greens and all oh, this, yeah. people are like, all right, she's speaking a different language okay. right now. Like. How many, and I, I've known just from doing like personal research, but a lot of people will even, I'm sure you have a lot of followers who almost use you as just like, um, like a fantasizing, oh, maybe one day I'll mm -hmm. get there or whatever. Yeah. Or just they live through you instead of taking action. Exactly. So for people at that level, what kind of practical steps can they take now? Because I interviewed a nutritionist on here before, Desiree Nathanson, and her thing was, to start out is creating small attainable goals that then will build up mm -hmm. to like the lifestyle. So instead of like do, trying to do like a New Year's resolution where people like binge at midnight <laughs> and they're like, all right, when I wake up, I'm a new person. Right. Like what kind of advice do you have for people that are just like, I'm lost. I want to make a difference, but I don't know how to. I say take small steps, uh -huh. just like anything else that we would actually do on a regular basis. So I work out every single day. I can't right. go and run a marathon tomorrow. Even though I work out, I'm super fit. I am healthy, heart rate, everything. It's all about a conditioning aspect okay. so i believe that that's one of the main reasons why new year's resolutions do not make it because it's just an unattainable goal first step number one be honest with yourself stop setting your these unrealistic expectations for yourself for your life or your family at the end of the day when you do not have the willpower you do not have the discipline you do not have the attention span in order to accomplish those things if you are not being honest with yourself you will fail period so the first step is definitely honesty so so you don't necessarily have to do a whole bunch of things at once. It doesn't work that way. Nothing works that way. We didn't go from kindergarten to Ph.D. status overnight. There's mm -hmm. no way that you can matriculate in that way. So when you're able to actually see things, especially for the mothers or the people who've actually grown families, you didn't wake up in month three like, OK, so I'm going to grow some pancreases and eyebrows today. No, it, the body has an infinite ability of knowing what to do in the perfect timing. You get out of its way. So mm. one thing that you can definitely do, just one, be honest with yourself. Two, take little steps at a time. And that is, okay, I know I need to be drinking more water. Let that be the week of you drinking more water. And that is the best that you can do. The second week, okay, I know that I shouldn't be taking this salt. Let me go ahead and switch up my salts and my seasonings. Okay, boom. So now that is two things that you have done within two weeks. Week three, okay, let me switch up the sauces. So now instead of this ketchup, I'm going to get this ketchup. Instead of this salad dressing, I'm going to get that salad dressing. Awesome. Those are three things that you have accomplished within a month. Week four, let's go ahead and really understand how to master quinoa. Quinoa. Some people call it quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> quinoa. Who is quinoa? I said vegan when I first. I'm not <laughs> yes, even kidding. Yes. The first vegan restaurant I went to, I was like, so is all this vegan? <laughs> it was, yeah. I'm dead it saying. happens. It so happens. 
So learn how to master quinoa. You know, uh-huh. just set realistic expectations for yourself and understand that anything you practice, you eventually become good at. Mm. So if you consistently practice healthy goals or healthy steps and healthy tools or anything healthy, you will eventually become good at it. I am 10 years in this thing now. Okay. So this is 10 years. So 2017 right. era, what the fuck? I was eating ramen noodles thinking like, oh, it doesn't have meat and dairy in it, so I'm good to go. What was your rock bottom? When Was there a moment for you where like you look down and you're like, all right, this is getting out of hand? Or was it more emotional? Oh, what? yeah. Tell us your rock bottom, My Tierra. rock bottom was I was 175, 78 pounds. Okay. Um, I'm 5'5". Five, five. Being in the South, that's accepted. So it's like, oh, you know, ass titties, still small waist, thick thighs, all this attention. But realizing I am missing out on so much of life because I'm sleepy. Mm. I am sleepy. So maintaining this weight or what it actually takes in order to keep this weight on, I'm losing out on so many other things. Like I'm making up excuses for not going to lifetime events. My friends are getting married and having baby showers and all sorts of things. And I want to be able to be outside and volunteer in parks and, you know, just pretty much be community oriented. Mm -hmm. But where does time and energy exist in the same space because when you have time you don't have energy or when you have energy you don't have time where the fuck do they live together i know they have to live together that was my rock bottom was realizing one that i was taking more naps just being able to sustain that weight and then just being realistic my vagina was fucked up Mm. it was fucked up the ph balance is jacked up i had reoccurring um, vaginal problems. It's in a toxic environment. Yeah. So it can't be its best self when it's in a toxic environment here. You can't be feeding it Lunchables and ramen noodles thinking that you're doing something better for yourself. Thinking yeah. like, well, I don't eat meat and dairy, so I'm better than you. No, bitch. Actually, at the end of the day, your vagina smells just like her. So what are y'all doing wrong? And you even do a webinar on that now, I did right? a whole webinar. Yeah. An entire two hours just dedicated to valuing your vagina. Because we don't know these things. We're not taught these things as women. In this society, it's so taboo to talk about sexual organs. It's so taboo to walk around naked. You go to Barcelona, and it's just like, ain't nobody got on clothes. You know, mm. like, so realizing it's a cultural thing. Once again, going back to the anthropology, I study people. So understanding how all that stuff actually works hand in hand. What works here doesn't work in other places. What works in other places doesn't work here. So being able to find that commonality between um, just once again, real humanity. I know a lot of stuff. I was educated in a lot of things, but at the end of the day, I was never taught how to be an amazing human being. Nobody taught me that. There's no like human being 101 class after calculus. You don't get that part. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so I can go out and get this dream job and I can litigate some shit up and down, file a mean bankruptcy. But at the end of the day, I don't know how to sustain myself as a human being, as a woman, as just a native of the planet. (laughs) It's like, who doesn't know how to drink water? I didn't know that. I had no idea. And I feel like most people don't actually. No. Like, and it's these common, common habits that can be formed that will create like, Mm-hmm. Major side effects later yes. on. Just something as simple as table salt. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. simplest things. You're not thinking anything is wrong. And then walking through the grocery stores, all of these things are just so readily available for you. And it's colorful. And it's awesome. And then you see, you know, follow your nose. Or you see the little Trix rabbit. And it's all of these things. I was eating, like, Trix yogurt when I first started eating yogurt. Just to try mm. to 
mature my palate because they say it's yogurt's good for you as I'm having vaginal problems. So yeah. they're like, yogurt's good for you. Well, I'm like, I fucking hate yogurt. Mm-hmm. So I started out eating Trix yogurt thinking once again, I'm doing something better not realizing that that is just it. But that's the same thing that comes down to people who go from hot pockets to lean pockets. They're thinking that they're doing something better, not realizing that it's systematically set up to keep you trapped. And their big barrier for people can also be financial. Oh, yeah. So what kind of tips and hacks do you have for navigating that? Definitely. I taught another webinar, an entire two hours that I actually put up on YouTube for free. How to eat right when your pockets are tight. That Mm. is an amazing thing. I'm basically teaching everybody how to eat and live off of a food stamp budget because it's all about the tools that you have, just like anything else. Understanding how to use the tools. You can go to Walgreens and get you a $15 rice cooker with a little steamer basket on top. That saves you so much time, money, energy, everything. Go to Trader Joe's or wherever your organic department is in the grocery store. Get you some frozen vegetables. Get you, once again, some quinoa. I always say quinoa instead of rice because quinoa is a whole grain and it's a seed. So it moves through you as opposed to rice sticks to you. Mm. So the same exact way as you think about rice. You can do the same exact thing with quinoa. It's just better for you. Um, throw your quinoa in there. Throw up some chopped vegetables. Maybe you don't know the right seasonings. Go and get you a little bouillon cube. You know, you get like 12 of them for three bucks. Throw that in there. Throw the quinoa in there. Your little steamer basket on top. You emptied out a whole bag of broccoli or bag of cauliflower, whatever you're in the mood for that day. And flip the button. 15 minutes later, you're done. You didn't have to do anything. That took three minutes of your entire life. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that I do coming back from um, working out. It's just a quick, I'm not really hungry. I don't know what to stop, but it just saves so much time and it's so convenient in my life. You can put whatever sauce you want on it. Barbecue sauce, hot sauce, jalapeno sauce, sauce it up, however it is that you want. But that's definitely one thing. Um, secondly, understanding how you can go to like TJ Maxx or Ross or um, Big Lots even and actually go down their spice and snacks department. Oh, man. Jackpot. Okay. You'd be surprised how much great things are in those areas for a discounted rate. Even in their beauty aisles, you can buy tea tree oil and all sorts of vitamin E oil. You can find all of those things in those types of discounted places as well, which is still the same exact brand name. It's just at a discount rate. Mm -hmm. Um, Also understanding how to truly shop locally. Because what is around you is absolutely phenomenal, but we're not taught. We're taught to go into the convenience store in order for different things. Or we're taught, you know, if it doesn't come out of the grocery store, that's not necessarily what you want. No, I want the man that has the watermelons on the back of his truck (laughs) because I know him and I can go to his farm and I'm connected with his energy as well. And he's giving it to me for $5. If he keeps seeing me, he's going to eventually, you know, we're building a rapport. And he'll hear Tierra, go ahead and take two or three of them, give them away to your friends. I love the love energy that is connected to all things that I do on a regular basis. So when you have that type of connection, it's 10 times cheaper. So, yeah, I may have paid seven dollars this week, but next week I paid five dollars and I got three. You know, like so really understand how to use your local economy, uh, economy and finding those local farmers. And a lot of the times they deliver. You know, like they deliver, they're just trying to get rid of produce and they just want people Mm. to care and Mm -hmm. they want people to make healthier decisions. So when you have those types of options, I always say utilize those boxes, especially if you don't know how to truly prepare food. There's, oh, I don't even know the name of it right now, but there's all sorts of delivery boxes that people have now because healthy is trendy. 
So take advantage of the trend. This is not how it was 10 years ago when I started out. So I had to, you know, figure out. That's why I always tell people, like, just eat a rainbow. It just makes life 10 times easier. Nice. Red, green, yellow, orange, blue, brown, purple, black. Have something all day long of one of those colors. So you don't know what to get when you're in a grocery store. Okay, well, pick a color. I'm going to go with blue. Go through the grocery store and find everything blue. You got blueberries. You got, you know, and then even do hues of blue. You can go purple. Acai bowls. You can go eggplant. And you find other recipes that go with it. We are in the age of technology where literally we have more technology within the palm of our hand with these smartphones. And we don't ask these smartphones smart questions. It's not hard. <laughs> ask Siri. Uh -huh. She is waiting to be taken advantage of. Siri, eggplant recipes coming right up you know like yeah. siri plant-based eggplant recipes coming right up google you don't even have to read if your ass is too lazy to read google images yeah boom everything pops up right then and there so honestly you're not limited especially if you have a smartphone like we're not dealing in the days of nokia and, and snake phones, one right? and all that yeah <laughs> we are so far from yeah. the turquoise screens where we have to hit three three times in order to get the letter E. But the frustrating thing about eating healthy is you may be able to go two weeks and you're like, of eating healthy, you're like, yeah, I'm doing it. And then day one of week three, you go ahead and binge two weeks worth of food in mm -hmm. that one day. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I hope, I'm assuming you had that struggle starting in oh, this lifestyle. Oh, hell yeah. So how do you deal? That's a very common thing. That's something I would struggle with. So Definitely. Like, and I still do. So how do you deal with that? Understand your emotional triggers. Gotcha. Once again, environment is everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't surround myself with people. And this is, once again, just years of learning what right. those triggers were and understanding who is actually in the best interest of me as opposed to who's not necessarily not. And it has nothing to do with love. We're not talking about love here. Like, I love a lot of people. Majority of my family I can't hang out with because they just don't make good decisions for themselves. That doesn't mean that I don't love you. So understanding environment is everything. If I wanted to go and get my PhD, I'm probably going to have to start surrounding myself with people who have already accomplished what it is that I have accomplished or what I'm trying to accomplish or attain. Mm -hmm. So that's when you kind of have to switch up your social circles. So if you are in a social circle with your drunk buddies or, you know, your whole friends or you just got married. So yeah. understanding like, OK, things have changed a little bit. So the mindset of the people that you hang out with, you're pretty much not going to really be around your single friends as much nowadays moving forward only because your life is changing in a different alternative lifestyle now you guys probably want to develop more couple friends and you know people who are more seasoned in this area than what you are because that's how we all learn from each other gotcha. so i believe that that is one of the main things is the environmental factor so if it's your co-workers if it's your friends so on and so forth you have to be mindful of where they are and exist on this planet and where you're trying to go and Align yourself with that. A lot of the times when I first started out in the beginning, I just hung out at Whole Foods because Whole Foods once it wasn't as popular as it is now, but they had the little patio seating where I could sit down. There was all sorts of different little newsletters and publications that I had never been exposed to. Mm -hmm. So I love reading. So I would sit down and actually read those publications. But when you're in an environment where people show up to this store specifically because they're trying to make better decisions, they're not the best. When you're new at something, you're not good yet. Right. You know, like so... At least you're practicing mindfulness of knowing I can come here as opposed to Publix. Even though the broccoli's still may be a ripoff, their intention of coming there and purchasing that is really good. And then 
when you're overhearing conversations as well, people are having awesome conversations with each other and they're giving out awesome recipes or I'll even ask somebody if I see you in a cracker house. So what are you going to do with that? You know, like, what are you going to do with that? Then that gives you another idea. It's the same way mm. as farmer's markets or anything else. People are very friendly and that's all they're doing because they're probably in the same spot as you are just trying to learn and connect. Yeah. And it's hard to actually connect with people when you feel so isolated and you feel so alone and you feel like, oh, my gosh, because this is just a process of unlearning to learn again. And people underestimate that diet is more than just what you eat. It's mm-hmm. it's what you watch. It's what you read. It's even even comes down to who you're following on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And then that pops up in your explore page like those little triggers. You know, if you're looking at a lot of food, then Explore is going to have more food. And it's just going to start triggering. Definitely. And you have to unfollow those, mm-hmm. I found, can be helpful. I stopped watching television in 2007, 2008, mm. because I realized that trigger. Once again, my brain works in patterns. I realized that I wasn't hungry until I saw Red Lobster was having endless shrimp for $12.99. Yeah. Then it was like, mm, now that sounds like a good idea. And then now I can't even imagine how it is for people trying to have weight loss goals and still maintain watching television because it is visual stimulation. I am a visual learner. I see something, goddamn, I've never been to Jack in the Box a day in my life, but now I'm seeing this damn thing in 67 inch high definition. Right. Like, oh my God, (laughs) the cheese is dripping off. Yes, I know that that's cow growth, baby liquid formula (laughs) fermented. In a cheddar artificial flavor. I am aware of that, but damn, that looks good. You know, like, so I'm tempted. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, where's the Jack in the Box? And then that's not even my thought. So honestly, me stopped watching television. That was my control issues. So I just switched my issues. So I've always had control issues, always been an overachiever, so on and so forth. I just switched it instead of me trying to be that in my relationships or my jobs or my career and flipped it internally. To where, no, one thing I know that I can and can ultimately control is what I will and will not eat, Hmm. period. So take away the visual stimulations. Now my thoughts are my own. So I don't even expose myself to certain things. So I don't go into conventional grocery stores because, hell, I didn't even know that the royal family had babies. Had no idea. I was like, oh, shit, good for them. The babies are like three. Like, whoa. But I'm not exposed to any of that at all. Like, none of that even matters in my life. Like, who gives a fuck what they're doing in Britain right now? That is right. none of my business. That was an all-day coverage when they had a kid. I remember that. Are you kidding but, me? Yeah, I don't have I don't have cable, but Netflix alone, you can you can binge, like, yeah, food no, on Netflix. No. Yeah, like, and I've never cared about other people's lives in that aspect. There is mm-hmm. some huge cultural obsession with other people's lives in this country, and I've never given a shit. Like, I just don't. It's awesome. Good for them. Yay for humanity. But I don't give a fuck. Like, none. And that's what I love about one, like me and you. Like, we both love helping people and empowering people and educating people, which is really what this podcast is about. And what I loved reading on your website was that it's not about, like, willpower. It's more just about self-love and appreciation and learning your own language, like learning your personal language, right? Exactly, exactly. It's all about just really quantifying who you are, whatever yourself is, Mm -hmm. and being okay with that. I'm okay that my brain thinks differently. I am okay that I get lost in daydreams. I am okay that um, I literally am a creator and a path maker as opposed to a follower. Because there's a lot of people that are out now who have followed in my footsteps that have it a lot easier than what I did. But at the end of the day, it's just like, hey, I invented this yellow brick road. Or not even invented this yellow brick road, Mm -hmm. but I discovered it all by myself. You know, I didn't have a me. 
-hmm. I didn't have me. There was no exposure to Instagram or where I could say, oh, she said chlorophyll today. Let me go ahead and just start incorporating that. I didn't have that. I had to figure all of these things out by myself. So being courageous enough to go and embark on that journey alone. I lost a lot of friends, people who I thought that was going to be in my life forever. People who had keys to my house automatically just flipped on me. Once you understand that everybody is not designed to go where you are going and also understanding that pattern that I've already had for my life. My middle school best friend is not who my friend is now, Mm -hmm. you know, like so being okay with that type of growth, it's all the same. And I've already had the modules for it. Now it's like, oh, this is the same thing just in a 30 something year old self. It's the same thing. I know this already. Mm -hmm. So being able to use the tools that you've already learned, that's one of my main sayings is don't forget to remember what you've already remembered on this journey. Hmm. What are some of your other tools? So that's definitely one. Um, Another tool is, once again, not ignoring the red flags. Never ignore the red flags. Whatever that instinct is that we have with inside of ourselves, it may be, you know, like a shift within body language or it might be a flare up on the back of our neck or our heart might palpitate a little bit when someone enters the room. I don't ignore those at all anymore. Anytime, I think that benefit of a doubt is the most expensive thing that you could possibly give to someone. Hmm. That is so expensive. It's so expensive. The benefit of the doubt. Think about a lot of the things that you have given people benefit of the doubt on. Yep. Should have never did it. Yep. And you knew better. Mm-hmm. You knew better before you got fucked over. But you're a nice person. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm still a nice person and not giving you that. Uh-huh. And that's just it. Right. So that is where I literally let 100% instinct just override everything. Boom. And that's not culturally acceptable in this space. But that's the one thing on the planet that's never, ever lied to me. Hmm. Ever. So I just listen to that now. And it's just like, I don't know why I feel uneasy about you. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with not knowing that. And there's a big mind-gut connection, I think. Ooh, yeah. Which is becoming more and more very well thoroughly researched. But people don't understand that what you're eating is literally like what you're thinking. Definitely. You have two brains. Yeah. And they look exactly the same. Look mm-hmm. at your stomach. Look at the small intestine. And then look at your brain. They look the fucking same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's like yeah. one's above the equator, one's below the equator. Yeah. So what is actually going in above because you thought that this was a good thing? The visual stimulations, the television, the so on and so forth. They know the power behind all of this stuff. It is absolute mind control, but it's absolute sorcery. Whatever you want to call it is brilliant to me oh yeah it is brilliant you got all these people to think that pop tarts in the morning is a good decision to feed your offspring that's a good decision with some orange juice and some milk wow wow <laughs> yeah, mcdonald's has patents on oh. like the names of their food yes because you call can't it call it food <laughs> it is a mcchicken they're out here growing mcchickens <laughs> what the fuck's a mcchicken yeah and it literally tm trademark you cannot Understanding the language, and that is what I love. I love reading because I love the language. Okay. I love the way that people are able to manipulate and translate things to their advantage. That's one of the main reasons why I love being a paralegal. When I was in corporate America, I love the language of the courtroom. How the fuck did you just do? Wow. You know, like, wow. But it's all language. So when you really learn the fluidity of the language that you're speaking to yourself, whether that's negative, whether, once again, goes back to rule number one. Be honest. Mm. I believe that that is the one thing that people are not in this country. We're not honest with ourselves. We lie to ourselves so much. 
just like benefit of the doubt. Stop lying to yourself. You know that they ain't shit. And you want to hope and believe that they are shit. But no, it's only it's only Thursday and they're still not shit. <laughs> what are some books or websites that people can go and read and check out that'll really help them start their self-research? Definitely. Um, a couple of books. And it's always different based off of cultural affiliations gotcha. and what actually speaks to you. Because I can't go and read like some super doctory book or anything like that. I don't know doctor language. So it all appeals to where you are within your own consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I love um, very in-your-face type books. So if you are looking for, um, let's just say, how to make healthier decisions, one of my life-changing books was Skinny Bitch. And that was to go vegan, but it's called Skinny Bitch. Yes, I wanted to be a skinny bitch at that time. I'm like, skinny bitch, this is what I need because that's all that I'm trying to accomplish. That is a really, really good one. But once again, that goes to the cultural appropriations of things. If the brown people want one that speaks more to a cultural aspect of understanding how to navigate through a family reunion, by any greens necessary is basically the same. But once again, all about the upbringing and what you are actually premised with. Because I don't have anybody in my family named Emily, but I got a Priscilla, mm -hmm. you know, like, so it's one of those things and things, reading things that are actually relatable to you. Um, those are two really amazing books. If you want just a really good um, grounding book in learning how to love yourself and understanding society and navigating through a more tumultuous time with friends, families, coworkers, you're kind of feeling a little lost. The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. That is one book that I have recommended to damn near everyone. That mm -hmm. was part of my program um, curriculum when I actually did the 60-day program curriculum. That's always one. And that is a huge life changer book because that definitely helps you settle those thoughts on the inside. And it helps you see yourself in a way that you never would have imagined. Okay. So that's always one of the main things. And that's the main thing that I focus on when it comes down to just health. It's more mental than it is emotional. We all look like what we do on a regular basis. You know, like we don't look like what we do every now and then. We look like what we do often. Yeah. So when we're being honest <laughs> about what we do all the time, you know, like we're actually able to make more progress within wherever that healthy state is. And as you stated early, just because you're thin doesn't mean that you're decomposing from the, doesn't mean that you're not decomposing from totally. the inside. So it has nothing to do with the physical aspect mm -hmm. and everything to do with those two brains, the mental and the stomach, you know, like really understanding how those work together and finding that language of commonality. And you looking at you looking like what you eat, you, you being familiar from the makeup world yeah. and working with so many people and you understanding skin. What are some good skin tips you have for people? Definitely. One, the water is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Shameless plug. Two, get you face flavors. That is my ultra hydrating oh, your, yeah, facial moisturizer. Yours, yeah. yeah, that is it. That is one of the things that helps with the hydration within skin because we're on a water planet. But once again, that is the main component that a lot of people are on a regular basis is just dehydrated. Thirdly, I definitely say stay away from the caffeine. You don't have to do it all the time. Two, three times a week is cool. That is where that moderation actually comes in. Okay. Um, for adequate rest. I can't even say like, okay, Joel, you're going to need a skincare regimen, so on and so forth. No, you don't. All you need is water and sleep in order for that part to actually thrive through. Okay. Think amazing thoughts because once again, it is all mental. You look like how you feel. You look like, oh gosh, you're stressed out, aren't you? A complete stranger could actually come out and like I have a word for you and I think that God is going to do some amazing things it's just like why did you come and talk to me something about you drew them over to you mm -hmm. you know like so just once again being honest with that but 
A shortcut to a lot of that is drink cucumbers. Drink cucumbers. Drink cucumbers. Okay. Cucumbers are like 10 for a dollar. You can get 10 for a dollar. Juice them shits. Get them in your body. Cucumbers are an amazing, amazing source of silica. Okay. That's one of the main minerals that we are deficient in our bodies. One of those things that comes in vitamin mineral green where you just don't have to worry about uh-huh. it. Um, silica. But drink some cucumbers and I'm pretty sure you go to the spa and you pay them $50 for them to cut up some cucumbers and put them on your eyes. Like, come on. Come yeah. on. It's not that complicated. <laughs> Let's not do that. But if you want to throw away some money, by all means, figure out a different way. But... When it comes down to that, I definitely think that that is a few tips that you can do. So drink water, get you face flavor, um, go to sleep, yeah. and drink cucumbers. What is your what is your sleep regimen? One, and this is kind of two parts in that I used. I just I've been trying to research sleep as well because I've I've read things about sleep and that you can work out all the time, but if you're not sleeping, the body fat's going to stay there mm-hmm. and actually maybe grow because you're not resting. Mm-hmm. So one. A lot of people will just like tuck their phones in with them at night mm. before they go to sleep as well. So maybe how do people avoid that or if you've struggled with that? And also, what is like your recommendation on sleep duration? Definitely. I say, um, one, get you a rock salt lamp. Okay. Get you a rock salt lamp. You can find one of those at TJ Maxx or Ross or somewhere on Amazon for under $20 now because they're becoming a little bit more popular. Mm-hmm. Get you a rock salt lamp, especially if you have an electronic addiction such as myself. I go to sleep with my cell phone every single night. Right here. Yeah. yeah my wife does that too. And yeah. I tried to tuck it away. I went maybe like two years without it. Now it's like, okay, well... I just like scrolling before I go to sleep. Right. That's my nice little lullaby. I know that it's not healthy. Um, but I sleep But you're honest with yourself. I am very honest so, with myself. Boom. Right. Yeah. And I know if I'm wake up the next day and my frequencies and stuff isn't right, it's like, well, Tierra, you had this goddamn spaceship up underneath your pillow. Right, right. You know, like yeah. you should, maybe should not have done that. So I take responsibility. Uh-huh. Um, but get your rock salt lamp. That actually clears the ion, um, the ions in your room throughout from all the technology. But it doesn't even have to be our cell phones. It's the Wi-Fi that's going on. It could be our neighbor. We could be sleeping directly next door to our neighbor's television. And that's doing something to us. So once again, just being mindful of that. But get you a rock salt lamp because that helps. Mm-hmm. Secondly, get you a nice diffuser or make you a nice spray out of lavender. Lavender, lavender is okay. very calming. It's an essential oil. You can pick it up anywhere. It's less than $20. Um, just make you something that you can spray on your sheets, spray in your shower, spray on yourself because it's a natural calming thing. And I have a hyperactive brain, so I'm always like this. It's like go, 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 right. go, all the time. I'm actually addicted to that feeling. But when you are doing that, you need something to actually bring you down a notch a lot of the times. Lavender definitely helps. So the scent of lavender, as I said earlier, I'm a scents person. The yeah. scent... But I spray it over my pillows and so on and so forth. That definitely will help put you in a nice um, sleeping state. Thirdly, take baths. When's the last time we actually spent time in just submerged in water? We're here. We're in Atlanta. There's no damn waters and lakes, you know, that are natural to us. We can go and float around Sweetwater Creek or go to Lake Nalinger and hope we don't die. You know, like, but... We need to submerge ourselves in water Uh and just by taking a bath two, three times a week, um, put some 
bath salts in there or just some Epsom salt or go to Dollar Tree and actually get you, you know, their sea salt. That's a dollar. You can buy 10 of them and just have them throughout the course of the entire month and put that in. And once again, put you some little lavender oil in there and it just calms you. It also allows your body to actually reset. It allows your cells to rejuvenate themselves. Once again, we're on a water planet. Mm -hmm. It matters, you know, mm -hmm. like, and we're not in natural habitats from wherever the coating of our DNA and molecules are actually made up of so we have to do what's actually best so i always go to earth air fire water so earth meaning incense or plants i have plants all throughout my house air the incense water baths or a nice little um fountain once again you can find that at walgreens for five bucks just listening to the trickling effects going to sleep at mm -hmm. night um earth air fire water have a candle going a candle you may have spent you know 20 bucks on but that candle's about to last you two months and it makes you feel good and you're able to actually look at it and that's it or light a little tea light earth air fire water and let nature take over how long uh, for sleeping? How long do you usually sleep? In I go to sleep literally probably by eight thirty nine o'clock every single night. Yeah. Um, just nighttime is not my vibration at all. So I stay away from nighttime anything. I haven't met any good friends at nighttime. <laughs> I haven't met any good lovers at nighttime. Like nighttime, I just stay the fuck. The bugs don't fuck with me at nighttime. Mm -hmm. So I just stay away from nighttime vibrations ideally. And once again, that's just me learning um, what actually works for me in my life. I was like, hey, why aren't these people staying? And how come I really thought that you were the one? What did nighttime. I do wrong? Yeah. Oh, I met you in the dark. Right. I met you in the dark and I'm trying to do daylight stuff with you. <laughs> and no, I am a light being. I am a light worker. I am all things light. Nighttime works for a lot of people and a lot of things. I'm just not one of those people. So 8.30, o'clock, my body is like, okay, so we're done today. Mm -hmm. By 4.15, the next morning I'm up. Like gotcha. up. I probably get out of the bed between 5.30, 6.30. I allow my thoughts to just really flood into me and allow breath. And I listen to the birds or construction, whatever the hell's actually happening that mm -hmm. early in the morning. And I just allow the day to actually come to me. So how many hours? Um, how many is that? Eight? Because I've heard a minimum. I used to I heard it was six. And then I just recently heard, no, you need at least seven. Yeah. So that's been kind of um an adjustment of trying to find that extra hour to mm -hmm. sleep, you know? So have you, have you done any research on sleep as far as like a Not minimum hour? I think that that just is something that works with you. Cause some people yeah. can function off of five and yeah. they're doing okay. And then they may take uh two days and just crash and they're just sleep for 16 hours, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what it is. However, their algorithms actually work with inside of themselves. I say, go for it. But I minimum, literally shut my body down even if i'm not sleep i shut my body down so i think that it's all about just mindful practices of knowing like okay i am going to start ending this day at a particular time and then i'm gonna start starting it at a particular time and you mm -hmm. don't have to do anything i like to be up and out when the rest of the world isn't up and out yeah i do too yeah yeah i love being out with the milfs you know, like the moms are at the grocery store and they got on their little Lululemon and they got their little kids and shit and they got flowers and all stuff. Yes, I like this vibration. I come out when the milfs are out because they're getting to it and they're fit and they're awesome. And, you know, they're tending to their families and their nurturers. Mm -hmm. So I like to be out when the nurturers are out. You don't see moms and stuff out. Not those types of moms. You might see some moms, but not the moms that I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
or I want to image my life after. Right, that environment thing again. It's the environment thing. Yeah. So yeah, so I jump on certain vibrations and frequencies and think about the older healthy people. They're out. Think about how they used to walk around the malls at 6.30 in the morning and I'm coming from, you know, the makeup world. So I'm up opening up the mall and you see the little old people doing their little laps. How'd you wake up so early? How You got on your little walking shoes and your equipment and your clothes and all sorts of stuff. How did you get that energy? Yeah. I align myself with that type of energy. Like, all right. It's in a, and it's a conditioning phase. It does not happen overnight. Major process. Yeah. It is a major process. But yeah. once you start that, then it just becomes normal. Mm-hmm. And that's their normal. So I see the most vibrant older people. They start early. Real early. Even my grandmother and grandfather, they start real early. And both of them got cancer or some shit, but they still up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah. are still up and doing stuff. So at the end of the day, that's what I want. Another reason I wanted to get into your environment, as we're talking about environments and orbit, mm-hmm. besides just your message and your energy, really, is your business savvy mm-hmm. as well. And I know when you were doing the makeup, you actually come out with your own makeup line. Mm-hmm. And even back then, you were focused on using natural products yeah. and all that jazz. So... And now as I'm looking at your website and your brand, you have this, you have a positive message, but it's also a profitable positive message. And I feel like my, no, I have a, I have a book, I have a podcast. I mean, I have shirts and I have all these things available, but none of them are like, I'm putting them all out, but there's not really a return yet. And I don't know if there's a disconnect or if you had any advice on from, you have this positive message and you're trying to help people, but you also need to survive as well. Mm-hmm. So almost finding the balance between those two worlds. Yeah, that is the hard part. Once again, it is finding out one, what people actually want. Uh huh. I lost that place of understanding or that place of guilt or rejection with inside of myself. Like, well, I feel that I'm a valuable person. If people don't value themselves, there's no way in hell they could even have the ability to value you and what you have to give or provide. I lost that part and let capitalism come in because like you said, it's lucrative. It's definitely lucrative. One, people like products. That's why I came out with a product. Gotcha. People love my skin. I didn't want to do that. I want you to care about your life and I want you to pay me to help guide you to a better direction. But no, all you're focused on is my face and my skin and so on. So fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and make a cream because y'all don't want to go out and buy all the 16 different things that I said. Awesome. This is a world of convenience. Right. You know, you want one thing that I said do, one thing that I definitely, um, my highest space of value that I have as Tierra Goes Green, Makeup by Tierra, Tierra Burrell, is people trust me. Boom. That's it. Yeah. You know, like that is completely it. So anything I say, and it's been that way for a very long time, even in makeup, I had the opportunity to actually being hired with a renowned singer, performer. She trusted me to, what do you say do? Uh, buy this, 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 and this. I think this would look good, so on and so forth. She ain't know me from Adam and trusted mm-hmm. me and said, well, do you want to be my makeup artist tomorrow? And then that opened up opportunities for so many other things. Once you realize what you're truly good at and what people want from you, that is how you make your market and you basically plant the seeds and then they come to you. The money is the easy part. You just plant the seeds. When I say the easiest seed that you can plant is consistency. Consistency, as you see, even when I was basic, even when I was doing makeup, I was still, I had an all natural vegan makeup line. Uh huh. Had it. I wasn't even vegan yet, but I knew the importance. Like, hmm, 
I don't want to give you guys chemicals. I still want your well-being at stake. You know, like I kind of care what happens. Then it just navigated me into a healthier space to where it's just like, ooh, I can't cover up what you're trying to cover up anymore. Now let me help you on a whole nother level. Because when you're in people's personal space like that, that's what you get. So I get vulnerabilities. You hear all their shit. You're all in their business you makeup artists hairstylists nail techs we know everybody's business like (laughs) the stuff you don't want to know right because you're in different spaces of their life with them Uh um so it's a very vulnerable trusting space but that's the one thing that i've always had going for me with all my careers is trust the lawyers trusted me when i was a paralegal when i went to makeup they trust me the photographers trust me you know like so that trust is my most valuable resource how did you saying all these people trust you without knowing you what specifically were you doing to get that trust i think i honestly just had a good heart just genuine that is the part that shines through at all times Mm -hmm. at all times and no matter what it could have been a bad business deal or not the best transaction or maybe you know chasing people down for money or whatever the case may be at the end of the day my heart has always been pure no matter what type of tear i have been even Mm. in my low vibrational self (laughs) boom well This has been a very vibrational interview. <laughs> I gotta say, it's it's been absolutely amazing, and I uh, I really appreciate your time because I know people pay for your time. So the yeah. fact you were willing to sit down with me for a bubble tea is really I am honored. I, I really uh, I really value that. Definitely so uh, before we get out of here, mm-hmm. is there anything else you want the world to know? No, I say definitely just keep going. Don't stop at whatever it is that you're doing, and don't be afraid to fail. Mm. You know, like, it's okay to mess up. Tomorrow, you won't mess up the same way. Or maybe if you mess up tomorrow, you may not mess up the next day. Just be okay with being consistent with inside of yourself. So lose the guilt, lose the frustration. And once you lose those, you may have created space for consistency and for motivation to actually come in once you get rid of that other stuff. So just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Tierra Burrell, thank you for being on Hot Breath. It is an honor, Joel. Thank yeah, you. We made it. <laughs> oh, and people can find you and all that. Where? What's the best? Um, um, everybody can find me, TierraGoesGreen.com, TierraBurrell.com. Everything is TierraGoesGreen or Tierra Burrell. So every single social site with the exception of Pinterest and Snapchat, only because InstaSnap is a lot cooler than Snapchat to me. Boom. Um, but yes, everything is Tierra Goes Green. And I, I got to do a testament for your Instagram because mm-hmm. you do a good job of balancing like um, self-promotion and information and just fun facts or whatever. Yeah. But I can't get it's weird. And this came from yours. Uh, your Instagram was like I heard this thing about the coconut oil and how uh-huh. it's like poison. And I was like, OK, I believe that now just from reading a headline, of course, because mm-hmm. that's how most of us just skim everything. Mm-hmm. And then I go on your page and then you post something about it being sponsored by canola oil people. And I'm like, OK, so that's true now. I'll just take that <laughs> and then right. I'll just move on. Like not researching either, but yeah. just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So like what was is so coconut oil is fine? Is that? Yeah. Think about it. Like if you are losing profits, if you're in the oil industry and this is just understanding business, if you understand business and you understand the algorithms of how business work. And at the end of the day, that is capitalism. One on one. Have a product Two, have a demand for that product. Mm -hmm. Three, create a need for that product. No matter what, if you're selling bracelets, if you're doing nails, no matter what, if you have those three things, that's all the trajectories. So if you are in a canola business or vegetable oil business and coconut oil is starting to wipe you out, what do you do? You create a rumor 
in order to make them crash. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody in ICU right now because of fucking canola. I mean, a coconut oil overdose. It's just not happening. But canola is having a lot of complications and they're starting to understand, you know, the 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 mischief behind everything. So go with the canola oil. Canola uh, never Yes, excuse, coconut, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> the coconut oil. Yeah. Because the coconut oil has never poisoned anybody off the mm. whole history. Nobody has drowned because of you know, coconuts mm. or anything like that. But if you want people to go away from it, you create a rumor about it. And I think knowledge will create demand as well. So as, like you said, this health revolution happening, which I'm, you've seen from the bottom on up. So it's only going to keep rising. I think once we demand healthier stuff, mm-hmm. then they'll start supplying healthier as they stuff. Because they just want the money. Mm-hmm. So. As they always would. That is all big business is. Yep. It's just like, okay, so this is what they want now. Just like McDonald's. That's what they want. They want hamburgers readily available. They created it. <laughs> so now they created cows Ugh. in order to be sustainable yep. for all that stuff. Because the earth does not produce cows for y'all to sell one billion a day. Yeah. There's not enough cows like that. It's crazy. So <laughs> people are out of sight, out of mind. So Well, you were in tune and on time. So thank you so much, You're Tierra very Burrell. You're welcome, Joel. I appreciate this. All right. <laughs> Let's do it again. High five. Yay. Let me do a live really quick. That was great. This was amazing. You like do you like the questions? Oh God, yeah. They were great, great, great questions. And able to actually allow me to think in different ways. You know, like those aren't typical questions. Miko's honestly was like the best podcast that I've ever done. And Miko is a really good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. So I had no idea what angle she was going to come with. But the way she wrapped those. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I was so grateful that there was an interview with you out there like that. Yeah. That you can start to build on, you know. Exactly. I, I research everyone. And I want my interviews to be like the one place people can go to hear like about that person. Exactly. That's why I research heavily and then accumulate all of your interviews and information into one place. So then people will come to the podcast for that one yes. place. So. And that's why I didn't do it live. Cause I want them to come to your podcast. Boom. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. If you, if I could get uh, your uh-huh. signature, you I mean it. this, I just keep these documented in a folder, like all the ones I've done. I'm on, I'm on episode 94 this week. Oh, so we're almost at a hundred. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, I would meant to ask about weed because weed is, um, weed is becoming more and more just like synthetic or like all the pesticides and everything mm-hmm. just like our like vegetables and all that. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know you're a supporter of weed and everything, yeah, but I didn't know what your, your take on kind of that evolution of weed too. It's like, just like anything else, when things become popular, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. When things become popular, you learn uh, yeah. different ways to actually do things. So stay away from anything FDA regulated food and drugs. Food and drugs should never be together in any way, shape or form. So I would definitely say understand dispensaries, especially if that's a cultural thing that you're into the same way that we understand coffee. Right. Or the same way we'll go to, you know, we'll go to a barista for coffee or we'll go to a sommelier for wine culture. Understand it's a culture, you know, like so it's a plant, just like the vineyards are a plant, just like the coffee is a plant. Going and getting the finest source, however you can get it, go and take a trip to Oaksterdam University in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Go and understand um, real cultural aspects behind what it is that you're doing instead of, you know, just drinking Sutter Holmes, thinking like, oh, <laughs> this is Moscato. Like, come on now. Come on now. You're going to get judged if you go to certain places in the city. Mm-hmm. They're going to judge you and think that you are just shit because you drink Sutter Holmes. Really? That's what you decide to do with your body. Same way as cigars. 
same way as anything else. So. Yeah. yeah, just knowledge. Knowledge. Awesome. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah, because that was the one thing I think I missed on the list was when I saw. I just wrote the word weed. Like, yeah. let's get to that. Hey, too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a beautiful thing. But anytime you know it becomes modernized. That's oh, it's people... another booming market. Yep. You know. And I mean, just like health foods, that's a frustrating thing for people too, is just, they may even think they're eating healthy mm -hmm. and then it's just, it's just labeled the right way or whatever. I was that person. That's how you started was you thought you were eating healthy. Thought I was eating healthy. Yeah. And you get so frustrated, but totally. then you realize like, well, what's the point of being frustrated? Why not just adjust yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, like all this time I'm being frustrated and upset where I can just adjust myself and rewire these thoughts. Which takes, you know, it took a while to wire your brain that way, so it's going to take a while to rewire it, yep. too. Time. Exactly. People Time. want everything instant, but... And that's impossible. Yep. Oh, boy. I feel healthier just listening to that. Thank you for sharing your valuable time with us here in the hot breath of os. I hope... Hot breath of os. <laughs> I hope you learned a lot. I hope you had a good time. I certainly did enjoy sharing this with you. If you found this informable... Informable... I'm on a roll there, two for two. I wonder what the power of threes will be. <laughs> but if you did find this informative in all seriousness, please share this with a friend, share this with a family member, share this with a coworker. The information in this episode could not be more relevant to today, and it really has made a difference in my life, and I hope it makes a difference in your life. And if you did enjoy this episode and would like to hear more behind the scenes about this episode and many others, the opportunity that I mentioned in the intro... Patreon. I created a Patreon page for us to develop and engage as a community. It's called patreon.com slash hotbreathpod. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hotbreathpod. On there, you will see exclusive behind-the-scenes content. I posted the show notes from this interview on there. I developed these interviews over about a 15-hour process is what I've calculated and over my hundred episodes here. And there are so many things I cannot share in these interviews that I would love for you to help engage with and really become a part of. So if that's something that interests you, head on over to patreon.com slash hotbreathpod. Last week, I posted a, uh, I call them my hot rants, or it's a behind the scenes story of interviews I've done. And the one I posted last week was with Carlos Miller, who, when I interviewed him in episode 16, he showed up with two strippers who were not there to just listen, but they were there to actually, um, I'll just say the word, uh, work, <laughs> to say the least. And you can hear that happening in the interview, but I wanted to give a behind-the-scenes look from my perspective, walking into the interview and how I actually navigated that, so... There's a lot of good fun things over on the Patreon page, so it's all about having fun and learning here, and with your help, we can certainly make that more of a community and more interactive environment. So thank you for your support in that. And also, of course, a five-star iTunes review also goes a long way, but if you want to go the extra mile, if you've enjoyed all the work we've put in in 100 Hot Breath episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash hotbreathpod. But now... I will bow and nod because it's time. Hot brethren and sistren, I can't thank you enough for your valuable time. And also, thank you to my engineer, Amon Garner. If you have any audio needs, he's your dude. And of course, finally, thank you to my wife, Aaron Byers. 
for not only everything, but also making the theme song here. If you'd like to engage me on social media, at Joel Byers Comedy on all platforms, at Hot Breath Pod on all platforms, and of course, JoelByersComedy.com. If you want to um, see my schedule, I host a weekly show at Java Monkey Indicator. That's a comedy show I've been hosting for over six years now. And if you want to dive a little bit deeper, I was just featured in Atlanta Magazine. So if you'd like to see that article, go pick it up at your local store. And I appreciate your support anyway, however you can. We are growing so much here after episode 100 already. So let's keep doing it, people. I love hearing from you. And I love the time we spend. So that is why I'm going to bow out now. Because I also value the time we spend. So... With that being said, until next Monday, right here on Hot Breath. Hot Breath. It's a process, like we were saying. It is a process. Gary B. Do you follow him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. shit. Especially he's, with the technology. And he's just like, just do it. Just <laughs> yes. do it. And that's actually what this room reminded me of, is when he records in his office. Uh-huh. I was like, the lighting in here? Oh, yeah. This, I may need to, like, start coming here. Always the earlier the better. Of course, weekends are absolutely jam-packed. Right. But other than that, good. Yeah, I'm definitely... I definitely want to... It's just amazing. You just never... The law of attraction has been blowing me away lately.